back. You left the chat scheduled for one fall podcast. My name is Pat, joined by my lovely co-host, Jen. Hello. How you doing today, Jen? I'm okay. I just ate a cookie and it was really yummy. I know. You didn't invite anyone else to have any cookies. I you actually all the cookies on your own. offered a cookie to you and you said, no, it's a Girl Scout cookie. It's the new like salty caramel. Mm. And it's delicious. Well, So I'm that. good. There's cookies. Cookies involved. Yeah. This is a big episode we have to talk about because we actually get to say goodbye to all of the old fake storylines mm-hmm. and hello to SummerSlam, right? Yeah, it's every. This is uh, everything changes. Very, very, very uh, accurate. There's only about five storylines that survive, and even that's a little bit dicey. And uh, I mean, let's get into it. We got a lot to talk about. We have a lot to talk about, and I in the future we'll get in. You know, the episodes to follow, we'll get more into some of the background stories behind why everything is changing or how you know stuff like that but we don't we're not gonna get into that now so no just, that'll just probably, throwing that out there that'll probably be season two the new generation i uh, know i just mean like maybe like the SummerSlam episode mm, like, okay why did everything you never know yeah. we'll see you never know you never know but here we got july 18th july 25th episodes of superstars and two pretty cool dark matches but we'll save those for the end and talk about them individually mm-hmm. though you can see them from the liner notes though so you get it. Let's get started, Jen. Okay. July 18th. Mm-hmm. Glens Falls Civic Center. Mm-hmm. Same place we're going to be on July 25th. <laughs> yep. Vino Mac. Mm-hmm. Mr. Perfect. He's so perfect. Sometimes. Sometimes. Because he's what? he's pretty active in this episode. Both episodes. He's I think always he perfect. Oh, you mean he leaves. He just, he leaves. He's got to go take care of some in-ring he shenanigans. He has some stuff to do. Um, but, Yeah. Well, but he's there for most of the the time. Let's get into what we got here. So, what we got match-wise for the July 18th episode. Are you talking about National Space Week, July 18th? Kicking it was off. it National Space Week? It sure was National Space Week. Hmm. Did Vince tell us that? Yes. Everybody likes to second apologize. It is National Space Week. July I, I mean, 18th, I can't believe that you would let these people stay in the dark about this. Well, we took care of it. So we got, our first match was the Natural Disasters against two jobber legends, Dwayne Gill and the Brooklyn Brawler. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A lot of chemistry between those two as a tag team. They get beat really quick. That's, that's how they do. Ric Flair against Glenn Ruth. I think we know how that's going to end. Virgil against Mr. Dave Milson. Repo Man against Fred Starr. The Mountie with Jimmy Hart against Jason Knight. And the British Bulldog against Von Cruz. Jen, how were these matches? July 18th. The matches don't really matter in uh, in July 18th week of wrestling. So what did matter? <laughs> um, although I did enjoy the Ric Flair match because I like Ric Flair. What did matter was that the main event has been announced Ooh. for SummerSlam. Mean Gene? Mean Tell Gene. What and is. what do you think the main event would have been? So we have our board up. I'm looking. Like, what do you think it was that uh, we've been talking about here? So, if I had to guess what this main event would be. Right. Based on what we have. Right. Based on the months leading up to SummerSlam. Quick recap our three titles Natural Disasters are going against Money Inc. They're going to be a mid card, right? The first match is going to be our IC match, right? If we're following mm-hmm. WWE 2K22 How to Set a Card Match rules, our <laughs> IC match is going to be Brett versus Sean. At our main event, our last card is going to be Macho Man versus Ric Flair, Jen. 
What did Mean Gene tell us? He said, scratch that shit. Main event, Macho Man, the World Wrestling Federation Champion versus the Ultimate Warrior. Why? That doesn't even make any sense. I mean, this is what Jack Tunney wants. But, I mean, I get that it's in England and everything, but, like, that doesn't really make any sense, right? I mean, that's just a pretty stupid match, no? I mean, just think about it, like, you're a kid and you're watching this now. Wouldn't you be so confused? Or do you think you would just be excited because you love the Ultimate Warrior match, man? I I don't really know um, how people took it, because this was right before I got into wrestling really big so i wouldn't have really cared that much i don't think about this particular match but i wonder how people took it because well, i mean i I'm, think for kids maybe ultimate warrior was probably more popular than rick flair anyway sorry i keep interrupting you no i was gonna be like i'm just gonna say this as like as an outsider looking in if you're a kid in england and let's say this is gonna be on like regular broadcast network I guess maybe it makes a little bit more sense because like these are people that you love. So like you get to see them like in your city, like they're fighting each other and they don't really like hate each other. So it's not like they're like beefing. I mean, maybe that's why they're trying to sell it that way. I mean, they, you're going to get to see them both anyway, though, because there was a whole Ultimate Warrior Papa Shango angle that they were going for. And I think the mm. reason has to do, um, which we'll, we'll get into it. I think it, the behind the scenes has a lot to do with why. This really? Yeah, surprisingly so, so in non caffeine. So you're trying to tell me that there's something going on behind the scenes that maybe would somehow stop Possibly. all of this from making any logical sense? And it's unfortunate because that Ric Flair Macho Man match really at good. WrestleMania was so fucking good. The rematch would have been really good. It would have been really good. Been um, really good. And I'm going to say this. I actually don't remember. I I don't remember who won. So I actually don't know. Okay. Um, it's fair. So I'm going to be watching it as a person who is actually hoping that someone wins over other one, you know, even though this was 30 years ago. Well, I have I mean, a favorite. You and still kind of a rooting interest in something yeah. you don't necessarily know the outcome of. I mean, yeah. I mean, I know, I know by the end of the year, neither of these guys is going to have the title. So, you know, well, but, um, that's true. I mean, listen, spoiler, <laughs> I think it's, I think it's one of those things. Listen, I think it's one of those things. That when you look at it, like on its face, something really has got to be going on behind the scenes. Right? Like some, there's got to be something rotten in Denmark. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's just so abrupt. It's so abrupt and there's two storylines. I mean, not only is there the whole, all these amazing promos (laughs) with Ric Flair, you know, and Miss Elizabeth and all that, but also like... Ultimate Warriors dripping with goo. Like, Papa Shango is just gooing him up. He's vomiting all over the place. And we just, you know, that's just gone. You know, I'll say, that, I'll say though, you know, to kind of go back. Obviously, there's behind-the-scenes drama. But this is so much more palatable and digestible if you were watching this in the moment. Because if you missed a weekend or two and didn't watch all of them, it wouldn't really throw you off the scent too much. The problem is when you guys, when you watch this now, you're like... This is a glaring pothole, right? Yeah. Glaring pothole. Because you filmed all this stuff before, then cut all this shit together to make these highly produced shows to then turn around and abandon everything. It just doesn't make any sense. You created no drama. Like, Papa Shango, nothing. And we spent 
month and a half going through his promos of this wild thing. Undertaker yeah. Berserker. Spoiler. Wait, not yeah. gonna happen. You don't find out about any of the other matches in SummerSlam till the July twenty fifth episode of Superstars. So in the July eighteenth episode, this is what you find out. Well, you know what? Seeing as though this is uh an opportunity for us to uh divulge a little on the uh or diverge a little bit on the format july 25th episode right yeah let's save Wait, our but ra- by the way by the way let's save our razor promos make jagger's birthday we're gonna save our razor promos because guys we got two great razor promos so we're gonna save those yeah any other promo you want to talk about real quick well, no we- right because we're gonna jump right into july 25th so we can get right back to that thought well there was a big boss man promo and um the july 18th episode but we can go back to the promos yeah we'll come back because that's actually something so july 25th episode Bunch of quick squash matches. Tatanka versus Peter Motts. Shawn Michaels came out, won with Phil Paolo. Nails against Jason Speed. Spoiler, Nails and Big Boss Man, that's still on. The Beverly Brothers against Chris Duffy and Red Tyler. I ran through those quick just so that we make sure we keep the room. But let's come back to the conversation we were having. So they then announced the rest of the card on July 25th. They do. So now we find out not Berserker Undertaker. Which we were building that ridiculous feud. Like, Berserker stabbed him with a knife. He's just gone. Now it's going to be Undertaker Kamala. No, there's just nothing there. That's You've been talking about that for weeks. Like, why don't they do them? But there's just nothing there. No, I said they should do Undertaker Papa Shango, not Kamala. Oh, Kamala. Oh, shit. They're yeah. not even doing Papa Shango. My bad. I was thinking to myself that they did that. No, they- I underlined all the people in the matches that were going to happen that are now, at this point, not or not even in a match not gotcha not stated to be in a match yet gotcha. there's only four matches stated so you know I what mean, that's my confusion because undertaker kamala makes even less sense than undertaker Papa Shana. Yeah, but that and doesn't that like continue for kind of yeah that goes yeah. into that goes into survivor series for sure because that's that's yeah, the first casket that's that match. casket match right, right it's very problematic but i mean all the promos with kamala oh my god we're here as they go through the thing i'm looking now it's now it's bulldog versus bret hart yeah, because it's in Wembley. Uh, SummerSlam is going to right. be in Wembley Stadium. But there's no... And there, he's such a big force in England that they want to give him a shot at the Intercontinental title. But they've been building the Brett Sean feud. Right. And it doesn't make any sense because we know that that's his brother-in-law. So, like, why would he fight him? And now Sean's going to fight the model Rick Martell. Mick, Rick Martell he, cuts a promo wearing the fucking Tatanka feathers. Well, so what they what do... What are we doing? So, in the promo that Bret Hart gives... During the SummerSlam um, event center thing. Okay. He does acknowledge that Davy Boy Smith, the British Bulldog, is his brother-in-law. Right. So it's not like that's a secret. You know that. Right. And, um, yeah, they're just, I mean, obviously they're just doing it because they're in going to be in England. And not that Davy Boy is not great. I love Davy Boy. Like, I really love the British Bulldog. But at this point, they're not really giving him a push. He's not really... It, it just doesn't, it's weird. It's kind of, it's very out of nowhere, but it's definitely because he's British, obviously. Right, well, yeah, but I'm, but basically what I'm saying is like what, you look at the, all the shit they had on the board and they just threw it all away. Uh, yeah, they, just, they just said fuck the board. Any, they just said fuck the board because I'm like. They threw it out the window. There's no reason threw for it this. off the mountain. There's no reason for this fight outside of giving the British Bulldog a shot because he's been gone. So the Sean. Model things out of nowhere. So what they did was on the July 18th episode of Superstars, they previewed the the next primetime which was like the monday night show before raw 
Which we couldn't get. Which we try we tried to find this one and we couldn't. Um that there's a match between the model and Bret Hart, and during the match, everybody's favorite HPK comes out and like screws with the match, and the model is claiming that that's why he lost. So that's why he now has a beef with Sean Michael. But I'm gonna stop you right there. Can't that beef go two different ways though? Because it's like he could have just interfered, and then that's actually just furthering the, you know. Heart storyline. It's like, it's so stupid. But they clearly did that to make a beef between the model and Sean. Well, that's what they they pulled from it to get this match. But I'm saying it's so stupid. Because, like, who knows how long they actually were going to have that Brett Bulldog thing. Uh, not so that weird, long. Man. Because we saw an interview. Yeah. We saw an interview with Bulldog Brett. Repo Man. That's what it was going to be. Repo. Remember? Was, that's, that's, what, that's It's on our board. That's what we had. We talked it's about it. It's on the board. It has he hung, he hung him with the chain. No, but we saw an interview on, like, YouTube with Bret Hart where he talks about how this came out of nowhere and him yeah. and Shawn Michaels were actually doing ladder matches at house that's, shows. That's our okay. dark match. Yeah. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's so wild about how all this is like out of left field. And that, that's why I want to kind of I jump know. in because it's know. like, this, it's just an explosion of all the things we had. It's a really now, this is almost like a, a prequel to our, you know, in a couple of weeks, SummerSlam show, because that's where we're going. I mean, there's a whole new card, whole new stuff. So, yeah. So whole we've new got shit to talk about. Four, matches announced none of which are um at all what we had before they're not none of them have anything to do with any of the feuds that we've been watching for months so well thanks Vince. all right so on that note let's talk about the new promos we get for these feuds so we had a promo between macho man and the warrior now to show that they're going to fight each so other. So we had two promos. The okay. end of the fir- of the July 18th episode, they have a promo. And that promo is them promoing the following promo. Promo on a promo on a promo. <laughs> yeah. So it's like an Inception promo. So if you yes. woke up at the bottom promo, would you be fighting a bunch of like ninjas on on uh, snowmobiles? Is that what happens? <laughs> what are you talking Inception, about? Inception. Like promos oh. on promos on promos. I mean, I... Do you think I remember ninjas on snowmobiles from Inception? No, but you never know. But the audience probably does. Yeah, well, that's who that was for. <laughs> the audience. The audience. <laughs> all all one four person. of you. If you're listening, we appreciate it. We appreciate it. And uh, I hope you get the ninjas on snowmobiles. Yeah, promos on promos. Inception of promos. So <laughs> then the next promo, they actually do the promo, right? On July 25th, they do a lot like. Um, a live in front of the crowd promo with everybody's favorite Mean Gene, um, where they just kind of like yell at each other. They kind of go back and forth, like stick each other's uh, noses in each other's noses and just kind of yeah. rubbing chest. They do until... the thing that men do that I always comment to you on, and I'm always like, "Have you ever done that?" Where like you talk real close and you're like yelling at each other. Where I'm like, a kiss is inevitable. You're gonna make out any minute. You know what I mean? But like real people, know, real people that do that in the wild. Like real people that do that in the wild. Like if somebody came up to you and you in did the wild. it. Like I've seen other men's do it to each other. Like I've seen that. Other men's. And both of them are two men's that like didn't actually want to fight, but were so hot headed that they wanted the other one to start a fight. To start that, kissing them. That neither one of them would be able to fit it. They like put their like foreheads on each other like gorilla shit. You're like, I don't understand. Like this is like a primal thing we're going to do. <laughs> To really just see who swings first. 
And nine times out of ten, nobody swings because everybody pulls them off. So you've actually seen this in the yes. wild. Yes. It's um, very much like a it's very much like a dominance thing. Like you don't actually fight. Because if you're gonna fight somebody, you're not gonna put your face on their face. That's the stupidest thing ever. It's like peacocks. Yeah, it doesn't make peacocking. any sense. I've only seen it twice on TV. A wrestling. B baseball. And the baseball I understand is because they can't touch each other, right? Or they get thrown out. Right. And wrestling is fake so well you know i know it's not i'm not saying wrestling they don't actually want to fight each other because if you want to fight someone you're not going to get in someone's personal space like that you're going to get will smith (laughs) boom chris rocks somebody like he walks up boom that's it you're gonna get slapped you can't get in front of someone's face like that you can't do that doesn't make any sense is that the new term for slapping somebody is it will smithing them just out of nowhere just slapping them a man slap yeah you just get will smith you're like boom what happened? Oh, I just, I just slapped. I was so overcome with anger that I just slapped somebody. I gave him a Will Smith. That's it. <laughs> like, you, that's what you would do, right? Like, if I'm going to fight you, I'm not going to get up on you and then, like... You gonna, I, if you're going to fight somebody, though, you're going to slap them or you're going to punch them? I guess it depends. It depends. I guess it depends. Because, like, if you slap... Like, I feel like the idea... We're digressing here. <laughs> but the idea oh, of, like, yeah. a slap... Like, if I'm going to slap you... It's because I want to inflict pain on you, but I don't want to hurt you, right? Now, you can hurt someone by slapping them, but you don't, like, that's not the point. So, like, if you're going to, like, if you are so pissed at someone that they made a joke about your wife where they put her name in your mouth. you got you to keep that, that name out of that mouth. Right? Because yeah. if you punch them, you could, like, break their jaw. You could break their nose. You could really fuck somebody up. And, like, if I punch you, your immediate reaction. I really wish you wouldn't. No, I know. But I'm saying your immediate reaction is like, you're going to fight back, right? But a slap is kind of like, the fuck was that? Like, why did you just slap me? You just slapped me. And it's kind of like what Chris Rock did. Because that's like, I've seen people in the wild do that too. Because he's like, he, he doesn't want to fight. He was like stunned. Because he, he wasn't ready to fight. Which like, like... You know what I mean? Like, if you're not ready to fight somebody... Man, props to Chris Rock though. He yeah. handled that so well. Because I'll tell you, I he handled think... like a wrestler. It was like, it was straight kayfabe. I think he did. Like, that's what a wrestler would do. They get some, what? Like, what? I think if someone just randomly slapped me, I would blind rage, see red, just just wail on it. Like, I don't think I'd have any control. I think it would be like I'd snap. I'd I, get be that, I get that Irish I'd, I'd say that'd be warranted. But flip side, if somebody slapped, like, so, so you think about it and go, if somebody punched you. Like, they're going to cock back and punch you. Like, he kind of, like, gangster slap. Like, it just was all one motion. Like, the punch. Like, punch. Then, like, you hit you in your nose. You're seeing stars. Like, you get slapped. Like, you don't. Like, you know the person was mad. Because <laughs> they fucking came up and slapped you. But, like, they didn't really want to hurt you. Otherwise, they would have punched you. But, like, you are more angry because you're embarrassed that you got slapped. It's like a whole. La- it's layers. Yeah. You know? So that's it. So macho man. Two mans getting on each other. That's the point. <laughs> that's the point. You walk up, like, <laughs> if you really want to make a point to somebody, you slap them. And then that way, it's up to them to react. Because you didn't punch them. So if you this don't... True. You're right. I, I, so, yeah. like, if you punched them, they got to punch back. But if you slap them, then you go to slap someone else, then they're going to grab your arm. So, like, now they've just literally established dominance. So when you put your head on somebody else, you're a fucking idiot. You, somebody put their head on me, I punch them in the balls. Well, isn't that a real, like, bitch move, though? But why are you putting your head on me? What are you, what what happened? To because make they're trying. Because they're trying to get me to hit him. So here you go. They're trying to kiss you. No. That no, is no, my no. thing. Whenever we see it, I'm like, they're gonna make out. I know. 
Um, Point being, they're, they're doing this head stare thing. And yes. as this happens, what happens? Well, basically, Warrior's saying, I think that you're one of the number ones, but you're not the number one. Mm. And Macho Man's like, oh, yeah, no, yeah, nah, I'm number one. And I don't know what's happening with, with their conversation. I really I tried to pay like attention. I don't, I don't think he talks. I don't do a good Macho Man impression. No. I never claim to. Um, yeah, I don't. I, it, they just talk in circles about who's better. Um, and then they almost make out, and then everybody's favorite Ric Flair comes out to the ring with everybody's favorite Mr. Perfect. And then, you know, Ric Flair's yelling about how he should have the, the, shot, yeah. the shot, which, you know, I personally agree. I am very disappointed I don't get to see my man's Ric Flair fight Macho Man's, but I don't. So he's screaming about how you should get the shot, and then <laughs> Mr. Perfect takes the mic and he calls Macho Man a macho chicken. Don't do that. I mean, I wouldn't. I would never. I would never. So Macho Man, is, with all his tassels, he's contractually obligated now to defend his honor. Right. So what do you? What would you do if a man's called you Macho Chicken? If a man called me Macho Chicken, well, <laughs> and, I am wearing a fully tasseled, <laughs> streamered out outfit with those sunglasses on. I would be obligated to head to the ring. Right. Obligated. Because why am I dressed like that if not to be arrested? Who are you going to attack? Ric Flair. Who called you a macho chicken? No, no. Because I'm going to beat him up and then I'm going to beat you up. And this is what I don't get about that. This is I'm so going to beat him up and then I'm going to beat you up. Listen, I know this is all silly, but this is what I'm like. Why would you hit the guy who did not just call you a macho chicken? Because I'm going to beat him up and then I'm going to beat him up. All I heard was macho chicken. I didn't hear voice. I didn't hear tone. I didn't hear inflection. You motherfucks called me macho chicken. <laughs> I'm going to beat you. I'm going to beat you. And honestly, if you look at the two of them at the time, I probably would go for Ric Flair first. Perfect's bigger. Seems younger. Right? He, he's he seems a little more younger. spry. Yeah. So, I mean, he's he's taking he's out Ric Flair. He's bigger and younger. Sure. He's, ta- he's taking out maybe who perceives as the weaker he's one. he's also hurt, which is why he's not wrestling right now. But yes. Yeah. For sure. Um, but while he's beating up Ric Flair, okay. Mr. Perfect takes his belt and starts uh, choking Macho Man with it. Makes sense. As one would do. So what else could happen then? So at this point, Macho Man Randy Savage, in a blind rage... Macho Chicken. No, has, I don't mean that. I don't mean that. I don't mean that. ...has run to the ring to defend mm-hmm. his honor from being called a Macho Chicken. Mm-hmm. He is now <laughs> being choked words. out by a suit belt. A suit belt. Because, of course, Ultimate Warrior and Macho Man are in their wrestling guy, uh, attire. Regalias. And, the, and these two are in fucking suits. So now he's getting choked out by a fucking suit belt. <laughs> so Rick, I mean, Rick I don't Flair's know why it's funny wants. that you have to specify that it's a suit belt, but it does make this whole thing. I'll tell you why. Out. No, I'll tell you why. For real. Because there's like two different types of belts, right? Because like you're not going to wear like a regular belt, you know, like a jeans belt. You're not going to wear that belt with a suit. You have to wear a suit belt. It has to match the suit. Like you can't, he wasn't wearing a black suit, so he needed a brown belt. Like, he doesn't own a lot of no, brown I, I slacks. No, I understand, but this the fact that you keep specifying it is very funny to me. Um, yeah, so it gets broken up. Warrior comes in okay. to help the situation. Right. Um, all of the refs and, and old men come in. Oh, oh, no, they don't. They actually don't. Warrior comes in, breaks up the, the, the situation. Macho Man's on the ground. The warrior sees it. And it's shining. Takes and that belt. He's, he's, he's mystified. <laughs> he's looking at the belt. Like, it's the ring. He wants it. And he wants it. 
beef started. So he goes and he picks up the belt that he's absolutely hypnotized by. Mm-hmm. Macho Man don't like that shit. They get into it. All the old men and refs come out and uh, cut scene. A little beef stroganoff right there. That's how you get rid beef. Of- that's how you get your beef stroganoff. We're gonna call that a beef stroganoff. That's when you get rid of an old beef, and you're immediately just in a stew simmering for your next beef. Beef stroganoff. Right that there. was what they did with that and the Shawn Michaels model Rick Martel. Exactly. They just they, beef they stroganoff. Just beganoff- they beef stroganoff the shit out of those. Beef two- stroganoffed it. Boom. Gone. <laughs> Out. It's like all gray. You're like, this isn't even the right color. I don't want to eat this. And they're like, here's your beef stroganoff. This is your new beef stroganoff. Boom. And you're like, I wanted a beef burrito. Now let me get a stroganoff. I didn't want gravy and beef with noodles. That's not what I wanted. They're like, that's what you get. Beef stroganoff. Boom. (laughs) I like that. It's not what you wanted. It's what you get. The beef stroganoff. And this is a beef stroganoff match that we're going to get at SummerSlam. Because this doesn't make no sense. (laughs) Beef stroganoff. (laughs) No sense. That's it. We got we got four beef stroganoff matches. Well, that's what we're getting served at the SummerSlam. They make no sense. Well, you didn't even get any beef stroganoff from Bulldog and Brett. They're just like, we're gonna fight. We're both faces. We're brother in laws. Fight time. There's no stroganoff. They they're just. They, but we, we have. But but we do because in one of the dark matches that we watched, we're gonna talk about it in a second. But there's no beef. There's just just noodles. They're they're fighting noodles. There's no beef there. They're True. just a noodle match. It's a noodle match. It's it's a very yeah. wet, greasy noodle match. Yeah. And no you don't even get butter. You probably get a little butter. You, you, it's you butter on there. Do you get any like parmesan? Like Undertaker Kamala is just the epitome of like day old beef stroganoff match. Like what even is that? <laughs> oh no. And the thing is is that like it's not good. And then the Sean model Rick Martell, like, I don't even, what is it even about? <sighs> well, I rem- I actually do remember this match. I do too, but I'm saying what was it about except <laughs> I remember this happening because it's so, the, the terms of this match become so silly. And we're not going to talk about it right now, but <laughs> I do remember it happening. So, that's what we got. We had another promo here, Boss Man Nails. We're still pushing that forward. Um, we also learned... That Money Inc. lost the belt mm-hmm. to the natural disasters. Yep. And we can't even find where that happened. So I just, that happened. Oh, I think they said in uh, Worcester, Massachusetts, well, I believe. I get it. But I mean, like, just dark. Like, we, we couldn't find it on the internet. It wasn't even like, they didn't even show anything about it. So that's a thing. Yep. New tag team champs. We got a high energy promo. High energy! That's all you need to know about that promo. <laughs> You're really... Excuse me, you're really working on that. You're really working on your high energy. <laughs> I feel like I might cut that out. I don't know. We still got another Mountie Slaughter sighting. Like, we're just going to do that to fill out the card. And the LOD Beverly's promos. Um, yeah. They're still painting Legion of Sissies on people. They're still, they're still you know, doing that. They're so, still- I would say we pretty much, what do you think? We pretty much covered the main course here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, now mm-hmm. that you know what you're eating at SummerSlam, you, get, you know your meal. Let's get to the appetizer. The appetizer was these... Two matches that we watched. Well, I think that's dessert. The appetizer for me were the razor remote. Oh, I was gonna say that's dessert. Okay, okay, okay. We'll do that. The apps. <laughs> that's dessert. We'll do that. The matches. Because the apps, the apps, like we came in hot. We got some mozzarella sticks and some, and some potato skins. Like we got two decent matches. We got some good stuff. Like you These can were have to pick really what you want. good matches. Yeah, and, we got. Um, so they're both on Daily Motion. Yep. But the, the first one we're gonna talk about is Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels ladder match. Really good. Yeah. 
No commentary. No, no, no. No, there no, was we commentary. Do have commentary. Yeah, yeah. We had Grill we Monsoon and Lord Alfred Hayes. We do. I was gonna, no, yeah, no, one. we do have commentary. So I don't know. They're probably somewhere. I, I don't know where they were. I, I could do some more research and find out exactly where they were aired. I couldn't find where to watch them on Peacock, but they were on Daily Motion, so that was just easy enough um, for us to do and watch. So this one, um, yeah. Really the good. F- it is the first ever ladder match broadcasted on TV um, in the WWF. And it's brought to you by Bret Hart and the, and the Saskatoons. I highly recommend you check this match out. The only thing I will give in terms of a spoiler, if you haven't seen this match, that this 30 years ago, it's a little difficult to find. It does feel like a Bret Hart ladder match, if that makes any sense. Whereas that first ladder match that you saw with Sean and Razor... Which everybody knows. Which, that, two years after this. That match felt dangerous. Yeah. This match didn't feel as dangerous. Because I just... It's just how Bret Hart is. He, The one thing I think that makes Bret Hart such a great wrestler is no matter what he's doing, you you never feel the danger. And what makes Sean such a great performer is it always seems dangerous. Like, yeah. the hell in the cell when he's in it is just the worst thing you've ever seen. But then the only way to, to top that is to have Mick Foley and Undertaker on top of the cage, right? Then mm-hmm. after that, you're like, okay, I've seen the two extremes. Like, right. I've seen one thing that I knew that I felt was wrong, and then I saw this other thing that really was wrong. And it's the same kind of thing. So when you watch this first ladder match, it's not as theatrical. It's really more like a wrestling ladder match. It's so also it's not filmed cool. as well. I mean, obviously, WrestleMania... No, it's not filmed as well at all. No, no. WrestleMania 10, it's, it's WrestleMania. So the there's... There's a um, angle that's above the belts looking down. Like, there's yeah. a lot of good angles. in that match, and I think we mentioned it when we were talking about Scott Hall a few weeks ago, is just timed so well. It's so, like... Orchestrated. Um, it, yeah, but there's so much suspense in it. And you yeah. really, really do not know who's going to win. Like, if you're watching this match, you probably are going to think Brett will win because it's a, you know, it's a title match and they're working towards a SummerSlam feud that isn't going to happen but it is really a very good match and I think that it's kind of unfair I mean it is not as good as the WrestleMania 10 ladder match but it's also like kind of unfair because they didn't practice as much you know this was two years before that so Shawn Michaels did a million ladder matches and him and Scott Hall he said they they said on an interview they did like a hundred of those matches at house shows see like see like I look at it as like you know, I know I use analogies and stuff, but I think it's kind of fun. It, it's it's almost like you're going to like uh, you're in like a you're in a small city. It's like an open mic night, and like here's like the local band, but then here's like a touring band that's come in, and then they're doing it. Like, of course, they're so they're gonna be better. They're gonna sound better. They're gonna look better because these guys have been doing this now for an extended amount of time. You know, like they've been out on the road perfecting this, perfecting all the beats to make this perfect, like in front of all these different crowds, trying all these different things. Uh, you know, almost, I, I shouldn't even say band, I should say like comedian. Like when you see a local comedian versus then like a big headlining person that's coming in from out of town, like they know all the ins, the beats. They've run this thing a million times. Yeah. They know what's going to make the crowd feel it. And this didn't have that. It felt very small and just kind of working on it. And you could and see it, it could was, be something better. Right. But I've never, just I'm thinking about it and I've never seen a Bret Hart match where I really felt like the stakes were so high that someone was really going to get hurt. Well, and when I watched that Razor Ramon match, I felt that, you know, those two guys could get hurt that first ladder I match. I think when he starts, you know, feuding with Diesel and then Stone Cold, 
it starts to feel a little bit more dangerous. But I always trusted Razor. Uh, um, even that, heart. even that screw job match, that was wild. They're like in the crowd, like, and you feel it. But I, I think I know what you're saying. You feel like Bret Hart's always at least a little bit in control. It just feels safer. It just feels like a it safer does. thing. It does. He doesn't. Maybe it's because he doesn't really do a lot of like. High jumps and high risk moves and stuff. And not to take anything away from Bret Hart. Obviously, we love Bret Hart. But, you know, I do. Yeah, I I agree. And it's funny because him and Sean both are very good at um, selling. Like, they both, a lot of times, I just feel like they're dead the whole entire match. And at the end, they they pull together. But you're right, in different ways. Like, Sean does a lot of, like, ridiculous, like, flops and stuff. And it's very entertaining. Where Bret is really, like... Is this guy hurt or is this guy not hurt? Yeah. Sean you know? looks like he's really hurt a lot of times, and Brett is like, "Okay, Brett." It's like give Brett the Emmy. He's just gonna hobble yeah. around. Yeah, like that. That's his that acting one, style. That WrestleMania he's was like it. A WrestleMania method. was it like a Royal Rumble where he like his knee was fucked up by Owen, and then at the end, like I think it's for uh, Royal Rumble, he's like limping out, and he like over limps it, and then he just starts walking, and it's like hilarious. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, but he did that on purpose. Yes, that's what yeah, I'm yeah, saying. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. He I, made a joke. He made, he a, made joke a joke like he but was hurt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just like, uh, yeah, because you're always just pretending uh, that you're exactly. hurt. But then, unless you're not, you know, you don't uh, really know. Uh, so. Anyway, that, that match is. Awesome match. Definitely worth Really it. watch it. Worth and, your time watching. And definitely think to yourselves, hey, then Shawn Michaels goes with Razor and you see how it evolves and branches And I that. think. Um. These two matches are going to go on my wall of favorite matches for... Definitely dark matches, 100%. Favorite matches of the year. And of course, I'm going to have to relook them and see which ones are the best. But I actually like the next match even better. So this is a tag team match. Who's in these tag teams? Macho Man Randy Savage. Against Bret Hart. Against Bret Hart? With Bret Hart. Yeah. So they're champ together. Champ and champ. Champ and champ. And Jen, who are they against? Wait, wait, wait. They should be against... Ultimate Warrior and British Bulldog, right? Because <laughs> we're trying to hype up a feud, right? Well, you would think so, but they're against Shawn Michaels and Ric Flair. It's like so good. Such it's a good match. so good. Such I love good all four of these guys. They all just perform the way that they're supposed to perform. That's what she said. It just <laughs> They had Mr. Perfect out there. They had the Sensational Sherry out there. Yeah, yeah. And all the commentary on live. Sensational Was perfection. it JR? Wasn't JR doing the commentary? JR and Bobby Heenan. Yeah. Which was an awesome commentating team. Mm-hmm. Apparently, on a lot of old, um, like, Coliseum videos and stuff, you get some JR commentary before he was really working for the WWF. Right. WWE. It's the... wonderful. Wonderful commentary. It's just, they're cringy. Oh, yeah. This commentary is everything. Um, And I don't remember <laughs> which one of these two matches the comment was made. This one. Was it this one? About Sensational Sherry? Yo, man. I know I've gone on a soapbox about this before. Mm-hmm. Now, see, I think it might be the latter match. I don't know. if it, it was either Gorilla Monsoon or JR said that she's a big girl. She probably weighs as much as Shawn Michaels. She could outweigh him, I believe they said. Just want to throw it out there. Sensational Sherry, while she was a wrestler, I think... Was weighted. Her weight was one thirty five to one thirty eight. Shawn Michaels at this time, I think, is two thirty five. Build, build, build two thirty five. Build two thirty five. But he's bigger now. He's bigger right. here than he. You know, he 
he slims down a lot. Wherever so, it is, it's bullshit. I agree. It's just really like, and even if she gained 20 pounds when she wrestled, which I don't think she did, stop. Like, stop. Stop. It made me, really pissed me off. Anyway. So, so far. But this match is fucking amazing. This match is really good. And I'm it not... ends. And do you remember how it ends? I'm not going to go. It's a lot of back and forth. You see everybody fight everybody. Mm-hmm. It is everything you want. Like, everyone's on point. But... You see what happens at the end? Because I'm going to call fucking shenanigans on this ending. We will just say that... In kayfabe land. That the ending... There's people that aren't even in the ring. That's what I'm saying. Because they're like, we don't even... like cause no, Probably because no one would just actually get pinned. Because Shawn Michaels is not the legal guy. Well, because probably no none of that group like agreed to get pinned. So they're just like, ah, oh, fuck it. Right. Like the, the, the four of them are like, nah, not me, bro. Yeah, not me, so bro. So that it's me. like, and nobody like, actually won. They're like, we'll have like, to pin the new kid on the block, right? And Sean's the newest. But so. also like, he wasn't even a legal man. So he really didn't lose. So, you know, if I was, exactly. if I and was somewhere doing my wins and losses, I didn't lose if I wasn't actually a legal and man. And he got distracted because um, Macho Man knocked, I think it was Macho Man who knocked Sherry uh-huh. Out of the ring onto the ground, so he goes to like look and see if she's okay, and then that's when they do like the pin. So I mean, everything about it is just like it was wild. It's great because you're like, yeah, they won, but didn't they really win? It's and totally it's really cool to see like the faces do win dirty because you don't normally see because that because that's totally like a house show thing too. It's you, also it's could, a macho man thing, but you're right. No, but it's also it is, but it's like a house show thing because when you see when we find these darker matches, they end a little bit, they end more theatrically for the small. Not for the large. Because for the large, we're like, we know that's not the right guy. We can see the angle. But just in the moment, like, oh, it's over, and the good guys won. Great. It just pisses me off that all these awesome matches exist. And then when we watch these superstars, I have to watch freaking Repo Man versus Fred Starr. You know what I mean? Because, like, we could be because, watching such awesome shit. Because there's two different worlds that we're in right now. And the one, the one world is the promotion world, and then the other world is the actual house shows. These, these shows. Like, you just, this is for the crowd. Listen, do you want to As see... As it was billed, the main event. Bret this is the main Hart, event of your Sean, evening. Do you want to see Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels in a ladder match? Or do you want to see Nails versus Jason Speed? I'm Again, if they showed you Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels in a ladder match, for, that was a 17-minute ladder match, these matches we're seeing on TV are a minute and a half to two minutes. That's what we're seeing. Well, that's true. That's true. That's you're a 17-minute right, right. match. As they want you be. to pay for that. As it should be. They want you to pay for that. That's all this is. They want. It's it's like it's like such a '90s thing because he's gonna get into the phone lines. Remember, they'd be like, "Oh, call the call the psychic hotline. First two <laughs> minutes are free because they're holding you there until <laughs> then they Cleo. start charging you, right? And that's exactly what this is. Like, look, you can watch this shitty squash match or this match, but yo, you pay me thirty bucks, I'll give you all the good shit. Everything's hidden behind a paywall. That's all it is. That's all it is right now. Because they could show those matches. They're having these matches. They're having these cool tag team matches that we just talked about. Because that match means nothing. That match would have pushed their feud. Because all of them are feuding with each other. Just would have pushed their feud. If if we're in the real world, this was what was going to be our SummerSlam. So it just would have been cool. That's something you see. That match you see on Raw. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, yeah. In a couple years. In that's the, that's the, how this whole thing. In the later version of Raw. Yep, you sure would. That's how this whole thing evolves. Yep. And you could see the building blocks. That match is a Raw match. Um. Daily Motion, check them out. Um, we might do. I want to do a special where we talk about some of these off matches I and actually so go into the them matches. more and yeah. talk about them a little bit more of what goes on in the a cool, little technical. Yeah, a little commentary and stuff. Um, so uh, we've given you the appetizer. Yeah, we've given you the main course. We've left my winner, my loser, mm-hmm. <laughs> everything, my dessert, Razor Ramon. Little hot fudge sundae. 
two promos. One of my favorite promos, which I'll start, is the July 25th promo. That's the Wishing Well promo. Yeah, yeah. Where there's just Razor Ramon's talking about wishing wells in front of a hotel in Miami and just pushes a man into a wishing well. Yeah. And you just laughed at his response. His response was like, hey, man. like He like, goes, oh, man. Yeah, like, what? <laughs> Like, is that your response if a big six foot seven guy that's your pushes res- you into a fountain? That's your response if you're a Simpsons character. Oh, man. Oh, man. You're like, Milhouse. Oh, you're like, ah. It was uh, it is good. It's a good Simpsons response. It was so silly. <laughs> so I enjoyed that. And Jen, why don't you take away your... Oh, my favorite is the beach promo. My favorite Razor Ramon promo of all Razor Ramon promos is him on the beach in Miami Beach with that beautiful crystal clear... South Beach water. He just talks about the waves crashing on the sand. And uh, I'm not going to kick sand into your face. I'm going to kick your face into the sand. And it's just, I don't know what he's saying, but it's so fucking good. It's wonderful. It's the one that they have that call map. Like, yes. Uh, what is that? What is background. That? Uh, background noise. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's so and good. it's fun. Yeah. So. And we'll get him soon. I think two weeks. So that means yeah. maybe next episode we'll have a razor sighting. Hopefully, we might. So yeah, my winner this week is Razor Ramon. Again, for all the reasons we discussed, everyone else, all their entire lives have blown up. <laughs> I could give it the Ultimate Warrior because he's getting a title shot, but I don't think it's necessary. I think Razor Ramon cutting two of his best promos in a long line of awesome promos. I give it to Razor. Who you got? You're giving it to Razor. Um. I'm going to give it to the Bulldog, man. Okay. He really, uh, he went from fighting Repo Man to now he gets a, a, a title shot in his, you know, home country, hometown. Good thing for marketing. Yeah. The loser, I'm going to go with the man who he pushed into the wishing well. <laughs> because his reaction was the reaction of a C-level actor. Give it to my guy, Flair. I mean, what the hell? Like, I, he got robbed. I mean, it ain't great. The guy got pushed into a well and said, "Oh man!" Listen, he chose to say, "Oh man." He was trying to make a wish. Maybe his wish was, "I wish not to be pushed into a well," and then he got pushed into a well. Well, then he did. Could you could you imagine? Could you how imagine traumatic if that, that is? is the wish that you're making on a wishing well? Is I hope I don't get pushed. Into well, maybe a, I got my quarter fountain? in my hand. Maybe I got my quarter in my hand. You gonna you gonna throw a quarter? Maybe I got my quarter. Is that twenty five? Listen, real talk. Is that twenty five wishes? And I go, this is going to be a big wish. This okay. is the biggest wish I really can muster. Really important wish. Okay, gotcha. What I really, really want. And then at the corner of my eye, I see a large man walking towards me with his chains <laughs> and a toothpick oozing machismo. And yeah. I'm and I'm getting nervous because I don't want to see this man watch me make this wish. And I'm wishing for a million dollars. And I'm hoping against everything. And then I just realize none of that's true. I just wish this man doesn't push me in the well and I throw my quarter in and then he pushes me in the well. What happens, Jen? I've lost all faith in humanity. I'm the biggest loser there ever was. Maybe you just lost faith in wishing wells. How could a wish come true if the man pushed him? Because it's supposed to be a penny, first of all, not a quarter. He gave a quarter. He really wanted to make sure this wish was important. This was 25 times the wish. That's that important that you're going to waste 25 wishes on it? That's stupid. I mean, Ric Flair may show up in another episode. This guy's gone. He may be at the bottom of the well. I don't even know if anybody got him out. He might have been on episodes of Law and Order. Who knows? I don't even know. Where he went from here. Best dress. Macho man. Has to be. I mean, he looked he looked great. 
He looked great with his blue and neon yellow and his tassels. And... Did we have a money grab this week? Oh, do we ever have a money grab? We didn't even talk about this money grab. August 1st, what are you watching? 1992. Well, this is our tease for our next episode. We're going to start right off. <laughs> <coughs> Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Mm-hmm. What is he doing? He's leading a team of who, Jen? Is it WBF Superstars? Against? Mr. Perfect? And? WWF Superstars? In what? Is it a tug of war match? Because that's the only thing they could figure to do with bodybuilders and wrestlers is have them do a tug of war. That's because they don't have Yokozuna yet to try and no. body slam. You know what's actually fu- That's true. You know, <laughs> know. What, you know what's actually funny though? It's like back in the day, this used to be a thing. Like they used to do like celebrity tug of war. I, you know, right? I feel it's like tug thing. of war was a thing it was when we were Olympic kids. Olympic sport. Did you ever play tug of war as a kid? Sort of, but it I was don't like. I know if I did. It was an Olympic sport. Apparently, it's not about how strong you are. It's about how you strategize. Not only do I know that, but I have seen Squid Game. And that's exactly what happens in Squid Game, okay? Oh, really? One of them is tug of war. And literally, this old dude's like, it doesn't matter that they're all strong. It matters how you you set up your order. That you all move together. Yeah, that's what I've heard too. But I did not watch Squid Game because... It just sounds way too, way too well, intense. For the me. team on the other side that lost a tug of war literally died. So yeah, like that's that was the Squid Game where they were like two the teams against each other doing tug of yeah, war. Everybody knows what Squid Game is. I yeah, feel I'm just like. Saying. But point being, there's actually strategy involved. So what you should do is get all these muscle bound guys that have no idea what they're doing and have them do it. Okay. So we got that next week. Well, I'm excited for that. You sound like you are not. No, I actually really am. I've already seen it because I went down a rabbit hole Googling crazy shit that happened. So I know what to expect. I know who's going to win. I'm really excited to watch it with you and enjoy your reaction to it. Let's do it. So everybody, we appreciate it. Jen, you got anything else you want to add this week? Um, no, man, I think that's about it. I think that we uh, covered... The second part of July, 92, the best that we could. Um, we didn't really get into much action, but um, you know what? That's okay. An episode? Another day, another dollar. Closer to SummerSlam. Oh, yeah. We got two episodes left before we get to SummerSlam. And um, hey, if you stuck around this long and are still listening, thank you. Or if you just found us, we appreciate it. And well, we well hope yeah, but I meant like if catalog. they stuck around these past 47 minutes and 28 seconds. I mean, like, if you're listening you. to a podcast, you listen to the end. That's usually how it goes. Unless you're like, I really don't like these people and then you just shut it off. True. Um, but yeah, like follow us, rate, subscribe. Um, we're on Instagram at Becky left the chat period between each word. We're on Twitter, BLC underscore pod. We have an email. It's BeckyLeftTheChat at gmail.com. Um, we accept suggestions, comments, questions, all the things. Yeah. And we are ready to talk to you guys about August Part 1 next week. Hell yeah. And as they say, anything is possible in the World Wrestling Federation, Pat. Montreal was work. Bye.